All right, hello and welcome to episode number one of Throwing Strikes podcast. Um, just an intro, this is a podcast where we interview high school baseball players, college baseball players, pro baseball players, coaches, um, and everybody pretty much involved in the game of baseball. This is episode number one and uh, super excited to start this. If you haven't watched my intro video um, before, if you want to get to know more about this podcast. Um, so I'm pleased to be joined here now by the Blecka brothers. First, Stephen Blecka, nicknamed Bubba. He's a former WCL first team all league outfielder in 2019. And he was um, star outfielder, center fielder um, at Archbishop Reardon High School, was the MVP for them in 2019, and currently plays baseball at Skyland College in San Bruno, California. And his brother, JJ, currently plays at Reardon as well uh, and was an honorable mention for the WCAL All-League team as a sophomore in the utility man category. Uh, so how are you guys doing? Doing good. Wonderful. Great. So it's clearly it's, uh, it's a weird time right now in um, this country and everything's pretty much shut down. So, Bubba, I'll start with you. Uh, how's your quarantine going? What have you been doing to pass some time? Uh, it's been going all right, you know, doing online class. And then when I get free time, which fairly a lot now, that will be the show on the PlayStation. <laughs> get my baseball awesome. fix in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I know hitters are doing that now. I've seen big league players. They had the whole tournament, and they actually value it um, for their timing. So, JJ, obviously, same situation with you. Um, and um, have, what have you been doing? Anything different from what Bubba's been doing? Uh, we're working out a lot and hitting off the tee, which we do pretty often with each other. Well, that's good. At least you guys are getting some kind of baseball fix in. Um, and I don't know which one of you guys want to answer this, uh, but I heard you guys had the police called on you for being at a local <laughs> oh, park. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so can one of you guys explain that? <laughs> So we went to Burry Burry Park, and the right field backs up right to Westboro Avenue. So right in the view of everybody, we went to go uh, field some ground balls, hit a little bit. And, you know, we just got out getting some air because we were tired of being in the house. People walking all over the place. And we look out, just past left field, and there's a cop car rolling in, and I'm like, shit. That's not good. <laughs> so, you know, we start packing up. They come over. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to be out here. I'm like, we didn't know. We were just trying to get some air. So they said, okay, give us a little, like, packet saying exactly what we're not supposed to do. <laughs> and go off. We pack up. We head off. They come back and go, I'm going to need your names. <laughs> they came back for your names? Oh my goodness. So uh, the Blecka boys trying to get some fresh air and uh, getting scolded by police. So JJ, you hit 289, at least from what I saw, max preps, when you were called up to varsity last year. Um, so if I were a random scout approaching you, um, how would you describe yourself as a baseball player? Give me some strengths, give me some weaknesses, give me a scouting report on JJ. 
Um, I would say my strengths are definitely like in the field more than hitting. Uh, I don't really hit for power very much, just kind of contact, put it in ball and play. I'm like a middle of the order type of guy, like fastballs. Fastballs. Everybody, every good hitter likes fastballs. Bubba, what about you? What's your player profile? Uh, I would say that my main strengths would be fielding and base running. But when it comes to hitting, that's where I struggle. Not a big power guy, and I have a slight hole in my swing on the inside pitch. But pretty much I've been working on that getting and working on the low ball because I've struggled with that a little bit. So my strength would be, you know, decent arm, plus runner, and, you know, pretty good reads in the outfield. So just letting everybody know, the Blecka brothers here played in South San Francisco, came up through the South San Francisco um, baseball leagues and played all their baseball there. And then they transitioned here to the WCEL, which is the high school league um, that Reardon plays in. And it is one of the toughest leagues in California and maybe even one of the most toughest leagues in the nation. And Bubba, I'm sure you heard about its difficulty before coming to Reardon, but what was the transition like going into the WCAL? Going into the WCAL from South City. South City, I was able to really play on just my athleticism. Going into the WCAL, I actually had to play smart because <laughs> you're facing competition where, you know, you go to the uh, San Jose schools and they're all going like D1. They're committed for a year, like facing 90 plus pitchers from just about everywhere. It's quite a transition. It gets pretty difficult. And JJ, you were called up, like I mentioned, to the varsity team during kind of the middle of your sophomore year and um, automatically became an impact player at numerous positions, infield, outfield, on the mound. Uh, it didn't matter. So do you enjoy that role of kind of moving around um, the diamond? Yeah, I really like it. Like, I grew up playing everywhere, with, so I'm, like, really comfortable in the outfield or on the infield. And uh, my main position growing up was catching, but I kind of missed doing that. But uh, I like my role right now, just moving around the infield and in the outfield. So I'll put you on the spot right here. If you had to pick one, what would it be? One position. Ooh, I'd say third. Third. All right. Um, so, Bubba, for you, a three thirty three batting average, your varsity career, across your varsity career, according to Max Preps, and a four thirteen average your senior year, that is insane. So how does, how does one hit that well uh, against such advanced pitching? Uh, and what are your personal keys to hitting? Uh, yeah, that was quite a jump because uh, my junior year, they told uh, I was like sparingly in the lineup. I was getting DH for if I was playing at all. And so at the end of the year, Ramsey told me, if you hit the ball, you will never come out of the lineup. So over that summer and that fall, I did a lot of hitting off a of tee and tried to get him to pitch me. He didn't want to all the time his arm. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of hitting, a lot of repetition, and it allowed me to really see the ball well, and I started taking more pitches because my junior year, I was going up there and I was swinging at everything because I was so excited to be out there. Senior year, I realized I need to take pitches and get to my pitch. And you've also gained quite a uh, yeah. reputation among your peers in terms of playing a really good center field. And 
So what's your mentality um, on the defensive side of the ball? Uh, I know a lot of kids just want to go up there and hit, but you take a lot of pride in your defense. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, my mentality when I'm in the outfield is any ball that I can get to. That doesn't matter if it's going over the fence, like that one game at Valley, or if it's a pop-up behind the catcher. If I think I can get to it, I'm going for it 100%. It's a good mentality to have. And JJ, is the million-dollar question, and I'm going to ask a lot of people that come on this, what made you fall in love with, with baseball? How far does it go back? I'll start with you, JJ. Oh, uh, since I had him from a really young age, it was just competition, competition with him. And uh, I started playing super young, and I just kind of fell in love with competing and being out there. Bubba, what about you? What made you fall in love with it? I started t-ball at three years old. It was supposed to be four, but kind of gave me a pass. Started at three years old. So I'm out there, cold mornings in South City, dealing with can't hear the coaches because you got the planes flying over. And so going with that and just continually sticking with that, it made me really love like the small details of the game and really love the game as a whole because, you know, you're in the cold or you're in New York and it's hot. Or I'm hearing the stories of my dad growing up where he caught in Sacramento nine inning games in black catcher's gear and it's just sun beating down on him. You know, you hear all these stories and you play it growing up, you really like just feel connected to the game. So I'm sure, uh, JJ, I have to ask you this. What was it like playing with Bubba? Um, and I'm going to ask you this too, Bubba, so – Take notes. JJ, what was it like playing with Bubba uh, on, in, in high school? Because a lot of people don't get, get to play with their brothers. Uh, what was that like for you? Yeah, it was really fun because uh, the locker room last year was just a completely <laughs> different environment. Like, JV had a really nice locker room. But when I made that jump, it was just hectic. It was so fun. And having Bubba there to just be there and we're, like, getting hyped. It's fun. Bubba, what did that mean to you, him coming up during your senior year? How was that? Uh, it was awesome. Like, I was excited when I heard that there was the potential of bringing up some guys from JV because I'm like, hey, JJ's on JV. Maybe he'll be one of them because we had played together growing up, like, our entire time. We played t-ball together for a year, played – what's the league after t-ball is? Mustang. Shetland, Pinto, Mustang. Played together for a year every time because we were a year off in – age because of the cutoff date how that worked we played together for a year and then i'd move up then he'd move back up we played together for a year and we just played with each other all through that so you know going to the same high school there was always that hope that yeah we'll get to play with each other on varsity but we were never sure so when we got that opportunity it was awesome i'm sure so you guys um just a quick note because i forgot to mention that i played with you guys um so <laughs> JJ actually came up. Just a quick note for the viewers. JJ just came up. Uh, he came up to varsity. The the game after I I was starting. I was a starting pitcher. We were facing Valley Christian High School, one of the best teams in the nation, and I didn't make it out of the first inning. And it was a rough one. And that kind of led to the eventual call up of JJ and another guy too. Well, that's so, why it's so short. It was that whole week. That, yeah, the whole week was building up to it, I guess. Um, and it was hot, too. It was just miserable. Uh, so there's a play. And you guys, you guys are going to know when I get more into detail about this. There's a fly ball left field. 
against, uh, I guess, left center field uh, against Sacred Heart Cathedral at uh, USF because uh, Sacred Heart Cathedral High School plays their games at USF. And um, there was a black collision in the outfield. So guide me through what happened with that, JJ. Um, so I saw the ball, and we have, like, the same mentality of in the outfield of just catch everything you can. So I'm there, and I see it, and I don't really know if I'm going to catch it until, like, I'm a couple steps off. But he's also a couple steps off the ball, so I'm like, ball. And then he slides. We're already going down into the slide. And he's going to – he's full sprint, and he's quick. He's got a lot of momentum. I'm surprised he got out of the way that fast. But we caught the ball, and that's all that matters. We I like how you say we caught, caught the ball. ball. So JJ was the he one caught that caught the ball. the ball. I called him off. <laughs> Just for the record, but I saw that he was going to catch it, so I tried to like peel off and not hit him too hard. Yeah, that was the goal. Ended up kicking him in the face, but you know, it's fine. So, Bubba, were you shocked that he caught the ball? A uh, little bit, because like you know, it was right-handed batter, so it's kind of cutting towards center field. So we're running in this way, and as I see him, like when I look up for him, I'm like oh, wow, he's really close, and he's not looking at me, so I need to move. (laughs) So I tried to slide behind him while he was, like, half dive, half slide, and started a little late, so didn't get fully around. But, you know, ball was caught, out was made. That was – and we actually got some pictures for that, too. (laughs) So that's all that matters. The out was made. So – his mom was taking pictures. My sister took the camera, was taking pictures of the at-bat, taking pictures of the fly ball. Worked out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all documented now. Yeah. Um, so, Bubba, your college baseball experience began last year. So take me through that. Uh, take me through that journey. The locker room, the locker room environment is it's a little different from Reardon. Uh, <laughs> there's, you know, there's more people, but there's also more lockers. That doesn't mean we don't have to share, though, because there were probably, like, 40 people on the roster at the ball and 35 lockers. So uh, walking into the freshman, ended up having to share a locker for the fall. And the practices during the fall were a lot of running and a lot of reps, 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 in and out, and BP, and um, it was situations, a lot of that, and it was just a lot of pounding in the fundamentals. That's the word I was looking for. Pounding in the fundamentals, so that when we got to the winter, like season, preseason, it was more it was the winter scrimmages. It was more just you know go out there, take a quick in and out, play the game. And then going into the spring, practices got a lot lighter. Started practicing for maybe like an hour, hour and a half. And it was light BP, a little bit of base running, a little bit of fielding, go home. No more conditioning, or not as much conditioning. It was a little bit during the base running. But then from there, it was, you know, lighter practices, more often in shorts because it's hot over there and we're on turf. So... A lot of just easier 
I'll say. So how was the competition? Was it what you were expecting? Was it harder? Was it easier? Coming from the WCAL, you would expect that, oh, I'm ready for this. But even just in the inter-squad games, I'm facing the pitchers who came from, like, Terranova and Half Moon Bay, and they're carving me up. And I'm like, wow, this is insane. <laughs> it was like, you've got these pitchers. And a lot of the time, I was facing the ones who had a year of experience already because it just ended up that way with our inter-squads. And I'm facing guys going, like, mid-90s on a cutter or high-80s on a slider. Woo! Yeah, it's kind of insane. Oh, Altman got it to 95. Ah, Michael Altman, one of uh, former Reardon Crusader as well. Um, so senior year for you next year, JJ. Um, I know yours was cut off. Your junior year was cut off this year, unfortunately. So what are you planning on doing to prepare for next year? Uh, I know you're going to have a quite the leadership role as you're going to be on varsity longer than um, pretty much anybody on there. Uh, so are you ready for that? And what are you doing to prepare? Um, well, at Rudin, you know, they have four by ones and all that good stuff like workouts. Coach Harlan's going to get us ready for the season. And uh, I'll also try to get some work in, keep doing what I'm doing right now over the summer and uh, be ready when it comes time for fall to see if we got fall ball, if this dies down a little bit. So uh, I'm really excited for that. Sucks if they cut us off this year. So do you have any specific goals in mind, like personal goals for next year? Just go out there and uh, enjoy it while I can. There you go. <laughs> uh, Bubba, what about you? What's in your baseball future? Uh, with the last year, I was redshirted. So with the uh, like elimination of the entire year, I can essentially get redshirted again potentially next year. So if that happens, I could possibly graduate Skyline at the end of next semester or end of next year and then transfer to a four-year with all four years of eligibility still available. So I could do my graduate, get my bachelor's then, and then do two years of grad school and still be playing baseball. So that's like the thought process on the baseball standpoint. Um, and, you know, I'm going to try to get faster, bigger, stronger, all that, get my arm faster, get my eyes better for hitting, because I definitely need that. And, you know, get my fielding better. Always trying to get better in some aspect, in some way that I can. Yeah, watch that light over there, Jason. It's about to come down on you. But um, I'll ask this to both of you guys, but Bubba first, how long do you want to keep playing? Do you have any aspirations past baseball? Is the draft something you're interested in? Give me some of your dreams and ideals for that. Well, you know, ideally, I want to keep going, like, I want to make it to a four-year. I want to make it to the minors. I want to make it to the major leagues. I want to make it – I want to make it on the big stage. But if that's not what is in the cards for me, I want to make it as far as I can. I want to keep playing baseball while getting a college education so that, you know, baseball hopefully can pay for my college <laughs> – so I can get smarter while still playing the game I love, game I grew up playing. And if I end up getting drafted, that's awesome. If it doesn't fall that way, that's okay. I'll be working on getting my bachelor's, going into going into chemistry. I'm going to be trying to go, like, maybe work for the Department of Defense. 
Ooh. So there's an interesting element there to the story of uh, Bubba, if you get my <laughs> pun there. Uh, JJ, what about you? What's, what, do you have any aspirations? How far do you want to go with this? Um, yeah, everybody wants to go big. Like, that's always a dream as a kid, but I want to play as long as I can into college, hopefully, and uh, try to get past that. And if it doesn't work out, I'll probably be playing softball still. Just <laughs> anything to take ground balls. Like, One of those adult <laughs> softball leagues with all the older guys that just yeah. <laughs> graduated 30 years ago. I could have gone pro, but I tore my ankle. Yeah. <laughs> They got the cores. The guy that the guy at first base has a cores open. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have a couple of weird questions here. Um, well, this one, there's a weird one at the end. We'll get to that one. But so I looked up some baseball. Um, would you rather's and I found this one. that's really good. So Bub, I'll start with you. Would you rather hit four home runs or throw a perfect game? I'm assuming that's four home runs in a game. In a game, sorry, yeah. Ah. Uh, well, let's see. I'm not a power guy, so I I feel like I'd be more likely to throw a perfect game. But, I mean, if you could hit four home runs in a game, there's such a small list of people who have done that. So, like, you know, there's been, what, 28 perfect games thrown, and there's only been, I think, like 10 maybe four home run games. So, smaller list, more recognition, four home runs in a game. All right. <laughs> JJ, what about you? Uh, definitely four home runs because everybody on Instagram, all you see on Instagram is like home runs. You don't see a lot of like pitching battles on Instagram. Everybody, when they think of baseball that doesn't like play, they're all like, oh yeah, just home runs and it's pretty boring. But uh, I feel like four home runs in a game would be super exciting. You'd just see it everywhere. Yeah, I'd probably rather want to throw a perfect game just because that's – I don't hit a lot uh as you guys know my bat is is uh is it buried now i not yet not yet we'll get there um next question here so would you rather be jj i'll start with you would you rather be a hall of famer or win mm, four world series rings Ooh, probably four rings just so you could walk around with them and just be like <laughs> show them off Bubba what about you gotta go with the hardware four rings four rings <laughs> um bat flips and celebrations where do we stand on this I guess it's it's an issue to some people but where do we stand on it Bubba you first I love them bat flips are what makes the game exciting the games we're not in 1903 anymore where you hit a home run and you trot around the bases in 13 seconds you know hit a ball do a bat flip Strike a guy out like that guy in the minors. Do a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, what about you? Make it fun. Yeah, you, you got to keep the fun in the game. <laughs> I love backflips. Everybody always is practicing backflips. It's like kids nowadays are practicing backflips during quarantine. I can guarantee it. Mm. Everybody wants to hit a home run and just backflip. But, I mean, the respect side of it, I can see, like, don't be super like just staring at it and then bat flip, but like bat flipping, get going, you know. Mm. If so I there's some last year was going to be a home run, if I had known it was going to go out, I definitely would have like given a small bat flip as opposed to a swing and run. I've got to get a triple out of this. <laughs> if it's your last at bat, I could see just like flipping it and just standing there because like you're not going to get hit the next time at bat because it's late in the game, but <laughs> you know, but there's some kind of line 
um, there. So I have some – go on. What are you going to say, Bob? Within, like, you know, the Jose Bautista, the bat flip heard around the world, his seventh inning three-run home run, and what was it? It was, like, the ALDS? Mm-hmm. You know, that might be a little over the top. But, like, you know, when you see, like, Granky who bat flips on everything, like, something small like that, that's okay when you do it every time. Like, I see, I've seen, you know, Madison Bumgarner being a giant. I see him a lot. Gets really upset when there's people that, like, he thinks he disrespects – he thinks they disrespected him. But he does the same thing almost when he hits his home runs. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, you know, within a certain area – <laughs> he does do he does do similar things when he hits that's funny um so we got three questions here from people that submitted questions uh most of them actually all of them came from instagram first off from based.anthony and uh, you guys may know him ant-man yeah he's so he wants to know and both you guys can answer this who is the favorite son depends on who you ask i am my mom's favorite child overall Ooh. My mom does not. <laughs> Our dad, we don't know. He tells everyone they're his favorite. So we don't actually know. We think it's my little I think it personally it's my it's the older of my two younger sisters. Cause she's gotten like six pairs of basketball shoes in the past four years. She grows fast. She does grow fast, but still six pairs of custom basketball shoes. so i guess it depends on the time so like if bubba's in the middle of an all-star season then he's the favorite child for that time jj's in the middle of an all-star season it's him so i guess it 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 goes either way um so nathan wants to know um nathan also plays baseball what was and this is a really dark question i don't i was even considering leaving it out (laughs) your worst moment on the field jj i'll start with you Um, like the scariest or the worst? He said worst. I don't know what that – you can answer it either way. Either way. <laughs> Freshman year, I saw a kid blow out his arm. That was scary. Yeah, I'm sure that's really traumatizing. Bubba? All right. Uh, worst thing that's happened to me was junior year playing at Bellarmine. I took a line drive right off – probably like an inch below my rib. If it was an inch higher, I would have broken at least one rib. But I caught the ball. Caught the ball. (laughs) See, that's, that's the, that's the uh, kind of the trend with you guys. Like you guys collide in the outfield, caught the ball. Bubba gets hit in the like stomach or wherever he got hit, caught the ball. So that's kind of a a good trait to have. So last question here. And it's from uh, your guys' former teammate, Danilo Herger. All right. <laughs> so there's a reaction there from uh, for Danilo. So, what would you guys do during a zombie apocalypse? Oh, what would you do, Bubba? Bring it on. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like to think about that stuff. It's super fun <laughs> to just be like, "What would you do?" I feel like. We would just be out there trying to slay out and just have as much fun as possible. Because, I mean, it's a terrible situation. Might as well just make the most of it. Yeah. I guess we can make the most of my bat. If I get bit, I get bit. If not, I had a good time. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're here. 
All right. So hopefully everybody got to know JJ and Bubba here. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me. You could follow uh, the podcast uh, on Twitter at Strikes Podcast and on Instagram at Throwing Strikes Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you for having us. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. You too.